Hi there. I'm Michael Hall. And I'm Andrew Davis. And we want to welcome you to The Dead Vantage, the D&D podcast where two old school guys talk about new school play. That's right. A few dad jokes. I'm ready for the dad jokes. You're ready for the dad jokes? I am ready for the dad jokes. I want to, I want to, maybe I'll do the dad joke. You should do the dad joke. I'll pull up the spreadsheet. (laughs) New episode here, and we are going to do a co-creation character build because we realized there are a couple of things we haven't built yet. It felt like time to approach them. Andy, what are we going to build today? We are going to build the barbarian. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I would I, like to rage. Yes, I think that's actually because I think we realized when we were talking about like what what could we do. We realized that we've never like there's no barbarian in any of the builds that we've done. We've discussed <laughs> it maybe lightly, but we've never built a barbarian. Yes. So I think it's we it's about never. time we take we we rage against the rage or rage. <laughs> we rage we rage for the machine. No, wait, that's rage not, that's not right. <laughs> That'd be. I, that. I think I messed that one up. <laughs> rage for the machine. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a paladin thing, I think. Yeah, I think that's actually right. That is a paladin. (laughs) A paladin rages for the machine. Awesome. Let's just jump right in. What what do we love about barbarians first and foremost, Yandy? Uh, It sounds like the beginning of a dad joke. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Love about barbarians. So, I mean, so classically, when you think of barbarians in newer fiction, it would be like Grog from Vox Machina, sort of like mm-hmm. a classic example of a barbarian. There's also sort of the outlander character from the Dragonlance novels. I'm forgetting the specific character's name, mm-hmm. but it's really, it is that it's the, it's the Viking berserker. It's that guy mm-hmm. who's at the front, you know, it's, uh, if you think of like Braveheart again, to make a reference that our younger listeners will not understand at all, you know, you know, it's it is that guy who is wearing furs, bare chested, swinging a huge sword, just going absolutely nuts in the middle of a battlefield, soaking up tons of damage. Yeah, soaking up tons of damage. The core mechanic for barbarians is this idea of rage, right? So when a barbarian goes into rage, typically what happens is they're depending on the path, you get different benefits but really what you do is you get resistance to a lot of the typical physical damage so you're taking half damage from piercing from bludgeoning from slashing damage right and your and and then you know if you combine that with appropriate feats and other things like great weapon mastery you just become this like absolute monster for soaking up damage and, and delivering damage and you delivering also get, damage you also well. get when you're raging you also get additional damage added on to your bonus so it's it's a really good it's um we didn't build a barbarian when we did our tank build but you could have easily we could have easily yes, chosen a barbarian easily. for the tank build because they're yeah. they have spectacular hit dice so they already yes. have more hit points than than anyone else and then get resistance to physical damage so they're yeah. really great for being out there in the center and just soaking yes. it all up they may be a little less versatile than like your classic fighter character but the rage mechanic is just super fun, right? Yeah. The that option to just, you know, and it's like a druid's wild shape, and then it has some limitations on the n- amount of times you can do it. But it and is, you can't cast magic while you're doing you it. You can't That's cast magic while you're doing it. But you we'll know, read that out when we get there. Yeah. So I think the other cool thing that I like about barbarians, and I've never known anybody who's played a barbarian who's regretted playing a barbarian. Um, <laughs> it, it's 
you, you know, I mean, like everybody who plays them, it just has that. It's just you know, it's a fun. go 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 crazy. Yeah, they're fun. Fun, I mean, fun character to play. So yeah. let's jump into it. Well, when we whenever we do these cobalts, one of the first things that we we start to discuss is sort of the, the 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 racial direction. Since we've already got our class decided, I have two ideas that I'd I'd love to pitch to you. But you have also have ones. You want maybe since do you have well, one or two ideas? I have one idea. So I'll go first, and then we'll sandwich you okay. in the middle. Between yep. So the first idea I had, we always talk about having fun and being silly about these things. I I thought along and hard about like there's a, a race called the Grung, so a frog. I thought really hard about having a frog barbarian. Yes, um, but I didn't really like. I looked at the frog character, the Grung character in the in the builds, yeah. and I didn't really love it. I just felt like it was good, but Grung is not something that everybody has easy access to since it's an additional buy. So I, I landed um, in the same sort of flavor camp of a goblin berserker. I thought it would be really fun to have this tiny little nasty goblin <laughs> right. berserker out there in the world. And I have I, I really then I, I that leaned me in a certain direction with my with the subclasses as well. But I loved the idea of uh, the playing against type or maybe not against type since the goblin berserker isn't out of control or goblin barbarian isn't out of control, but I really liked it. So that was, that's my first pitch is going towards goblin and the, 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 the against type move there. Nice. Nice. It is funny. I think a, a long time ago, I tried to build a gnome barbarian trying to figure out mm-hmm. if, if that was a way to to make that work mine is less around race mm-hmm. mine's more more conceptual okay i'm gonna pitch laszlo capiso the world's greatest artist and he basically and he hates critics oh my he's God. Very, so he's just passionate about art <laughs> so passionate <laughs> that he can't stand any criticism of it wide oh open God. on the race thing i like was not thinking oh at all it just really was God. just this idea i think i saw a while ago i saw oh. somebody had posted a meme around a uh well these two ideas like are poet they were like a poet who was oh. these two who was also who was actually a barbarian okay. and it was just because he was just willing you know shakespeare <laughs> william to, willing to beat down any critic that showed these up. two ideas are not mutually exclusive they are not is, mutually exclusive <laughs> which is maybe 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 <laughs> deciding it for us the other idea i had andy um stacking on top of this and this was just more just because i really got fascinated with this whole idea and it's actually a really really interesting build because i did a little exploration in it is the werewolf so Whoa. taking a shifter and then going towards the beast form barbarian, you can actually build a really interesting werewolf, which is really oh, like cool. would be super fun to play. And there's just it would actually be mechanically really interesting. So um, I'm, I, I, I would modify mine slightly to say I would I think Laszlo might be dragonborn. And mm. then would be like Path of the Zealot. Oh, OK. That's interesting. Be kind of an interesting thing so hmm, uh, i don't know where i want to go with this this is all really fascinating yeah well let's just talk about the paths okay yeah so maybe, are... maybe maybe the answer lies somewhere else that will help yeah. us make a decision because all I, like all three of these ideas are i guess the goblin and the and laszlo could go together very easily yeah. the so, werewolf maybe not so much unless unless laszlo's artist by day werewolf by night <laughs> 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 you can have it all you can have it all i'm not gonna well 
there are a lot of paths that are available. There's like Ancestral Guardian, which is one of the, I think one of the stronger ones. There's Battle Rager, which is just this funky dwarven only. You wear spiked yeah. armor and throw yourself on people. There's Path of the Beast. Path of the Beast, is that's sort of where I was going with the werewolf because you... Right. Put that with a shifter, and then you 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 get three different forms, and you get to choose a form each time you yeah, go into a rage. Each, each time you change, and it does different things, and it could act, it's it's actually really powerful. Um, yeah, Path of the Berserker. This is one of those sort of classic ones where you get frenzy, which means that you suffer an exhaustion at the end of when your rage ends, but you make you can make a single basically your bonus action becomes an attack action. So mm-hmm. very early on, you're getting two attacks. So it's true with the beast form too, because you can yeah. take the claws and you basically get three. You get two attacks very early and three attacks at five. So it's pretty cool. There's Storm Herald, which is a storm sorcerer equivalent. You yeah. get like weather effects. The Totem Warrior, which the Totem Warrior is, is, I think, the most personally, I think, is the most powerful of the the barbarian classes. But yeah. but beast is pretty close in terms of what you get out of it. And then Path of the Zealot. So these are, this is a divine barbarian. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you can tra- channel divine fury into your weapon strikes. So while you're raging, the first creature you hit on each of your turns is taking an extra D6 plus half your barbarian level, and it's necrotic or radiant. At third level, your soul is marked for endless battle. So a spell such as Raise Dead has the sole effect of restoring you to life. At sixth level, you have fanatical focus. You get Basically, if you fail a, a saving throw, you can re-roll it and you use the new one. And then 10th level, you get you can inspire others and charge them up with mm. you know to get advantage. And then the the top tier one is you get rage beyond death. So if you're raging having zero hit points doesn't knock you unconscious. You're still making death saves, but you just keep going. Oh my god, that's interesting. <laughs> which is kind of which that's is kind of, kind of insane. I like that. Uh, and then the last one, which I, I think you see a lot of people do, is Path of the Wild Magic. So you'll see, you'll hear people. Yeah. And it's very similar to a Wild Magic Sorcerer in that when you rage, you're rolling on a Wild Magic table for some other effect. And you get, you also get like bolstering magic, unstable backlash. There's a bunch of other things. Interesting. Yeah. I, gosh, Andy, I'm still like, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Ancestral Guardian which I really like as mm-hmm. sort of like a protector tank. I was actually thinking yep. of my goblin as using that one because there's just some interesting mechanics there that really sounded interesting to me in terms of being a protector. But I, I really also like that sort of beast one because of all the different things it gave you with the werewolf idea. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the questions I would wonder, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with the shifter. Maybe you can talk a little bit about the shifter as a race. So they, they, of- they changed it a bit, but it's basically there are four different forms of shifter mm-hmm. um, that you can choose from. Here, I'll bring them up. Because some of these ideas, I mean, our two ideas are not mutually exclusive. So no, there's, there's some things we could do here that could be really interesting. The things that form of the beast, which is the core path of the beast feature gives you while you're looking at that is you transform and until your rage ends, you manifest a natural weapon, and it counts as a simple melee weapon, and you add your strength modifier to attack and damage rolls when you attack with it as normal. And those are things you can bite. You get a muzzle, and it deals a D8 of piercing damage. Claws. Oh, and on each of the turns, when you damage a creature with this bite, you're eating them, and you regain a number of hit points equal to your proficiency bonus. Claws. Your hands transform into claws. It deals a D6 of slashing damage. 
And when you make a claw attack, you can basically use an additional claw attack as part of that same thing. And then lastly, you grow a tail and you get a, your tail deals a D8 of piercing damage and has the reach property, which is cool. Yeah, it's it's um, it's really interesting because you get to make this, you can change it up. If, if yeah. you feel like you need to be regaining hit points, you can do the the bite, which is very vampiric, right? right? The claw, which is gives you an extra attack, which is super powerful. Yeah. So you get two attacks really early and then you get three pretty quickly. And yeah. then the, the, the tail is just fun in terms of the abilities to increase your AC and get like a shield effect. Yeah. So you had asked me about the shifter, and I think these things stack nicely together if you make the right choices, depending on how you want to play. But there's four different types of shifters. You have weir ancestry, basically. And you get to do these things a number of times per per day, basically, per long rest. And so you you as a bonus action, you can assume a more bestial appearance and this appearance and this transformation lasts for one minute. Or until you die, you gain temporary hit points two times your proficiency bonus. So you already you get more mm-hmm. hit points, which is a pretty good feature for the barbarian. Right. Again, just improving your tankiness, and you get an additional benefit d- based on the options you choose at the beginning. And you can choose from four things. So you can be beast hide. So basically, you you gain another d6 of temporary hit points right. and plus one to your AC which is really appealing to me in this construct, again, of a, t- a tanky barbarian. So right. you're beefing up your AC, so you're hard to hit, and you can take a ton of damage. Long tooth, um, and this one's also pretty cool. You you get elongated fangs, and you can you can make an unarmed strike with them using your strength modifier 1d6 piercing damage. So that's pretty cool, too. So mm-hmm. like you could end up with a lot of attacks choosing right, long tooth right. because then you could also use your bonus attack for um, a legit attack. Swift stride, which basically makes your running speed by 10 feet. And this is the cool one. You can move up to 10 feet as a reaction if a creature ends within five feet of you. I'm not sure this is something you would do for a barbarian, but it's a really cool. Yeah, it's nice. Feature. Yeah, it's a cool. And then wild hunt. Um, while shifted, you have advantage on wisdom checks. And no creature within 30 feet of you can make an attack roll with advantage against you unless you're incapacitated, which is would be really interesting for the barbarian, because if you took wild hunt, it would basically negate the, some of the, the reckless attack negativity yeah. that you get if you do a reckless I mean, from attack. a from a like power gamer min maxing standpoint, I mean, that that combination of the the path of the beast and the wild and the shifter it, it of, puts a burden on your on your bonus actions but it's yeah, a pretty cool stack if you can get it up yeah if speed. you can get it working right i don't see a yeah. lot of downside from a story perspective i'm not sure how well it lines up with my my art critic well, and, and, unless person, he's but, uh, unless he's a werewolf and like when he gets you know it's like the the hulk you know you wouldn't <laughs> like me when i'm angry <laughs> you would I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> once once a month he goes like a critic in the city dies horribly, and it's because he's like just completely lost it and uh, someone critiqued his play or his whatever it is. I'm I'm willing to abandon the werewolf thing. I think oh, we've yeah, no, discussed no, about I mean, it I'm enough not, to yeah, like, people I get think, the idea um, that it, you want to build a werewolf shifter plus beast barbarian. You've got a pretty powerful werewolf idea because you can do all combine these things however you want to make your yeah. your werewolf or your weir character weir bear whatever you want to call it so maybe we go towards the the small artist maybe we go toward the goblin barbarian who's also an artist barbarian. and then we yeah, let's, let's let's try and let's see how that that shapes up that feels right. 
The goblin barbarian is just, I mean, it's it's, it's just funny, right? Yeah, it's fun. All right. So we've got a goblin barbarian. And let me just set us up. I'll I'll do the I'll do the build in because as much as I like the weird thing, I think that you can imagine where that's going. And we should have described yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's like once you once you lock it, you're like, oh, okay, that, that's I'm going towards werewolf, right? All, yeah, yeah, all day, exactly. all night. All right. So we've got a level one barbarian who is also a goblin. So let's just talk about a little bit about goblins. So we're going to use the sort of variable options in terms of everything. So you don't have to worry about the racial bonuses for ability scores yeah you're a small creature right your speed is 30 feet that's great you have dark vision which is always nice you have fey ancestry so you have advantage mm-hmm. on saving throws to avoid being charmed that's great this is one of my favorites you have fury of the small when you damage a creature with an attack roll or a spell the creature size is larger than yours you can cause the attack or spell to deal extra damage the extra damage equals your proficiency bonus so this feels really good to me with a barbarian right like you wait into combat everything's bigger than you and you're going to be doing extra damage you can use this trade number of times equal to your proficiency bonus that's pretty good and then you have nimble escape so you can disengage or hide as a bonus action i'm liking this goblin already so let's we've already should have read out a little bit rage but in battle you fight with primal ferocity you take you can enter your rage as a bonus action so it's like the first thing you do right if you haven't done it before you get into combat the real key thing about barbarians that we sort of teed up but we didn't get into specifics is that you don't wear any armor as a barbarian you can carry a shield but you don't wear well really you don't wear heavy armor um yeah you can i think you can wear leather i think yeah leather or hide it's like very um you have it so you advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws that's fantastic when you you make a melee weapon attack using strength you gain the bonus to the damage roll that increases as your gain levels in barbarian there's a table for that and then this is the big one you have resistance to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage you are not able to cast spells however and you can't concentrate on any of them while raging your rage lasts a minute and ends early if you're knocked out and once you've raged a number of times shown on your barbarian level you must finish a long rest before you can rage again and then the final bonus of being a, a barbarian is you get this unarmored defense, much like a monk, where yep. you get your armor class equals 10 plus your dex modifier plus your con modifier. And you can use a shield. So I, I actually really like the idea of the goblin using a shield. I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of offense for being able to just soak up tons of damage as a barbarian. But we can talk about like that, whether that fits with the idea of yeah, this yeah, yeah. artist character. Yeah. I mean when um, when you look I at see, like if he's an artist, he's carrying his painted his his painter's palette and it's his <laughs> shield, man. I mean his shield on. is a painter's palette. <laughs> And he's just stabbing people with the backside of his. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the quick build in D and D Beyond, you know they recommend strength as your highest ability, and then con. con yeah, let's do. Let's, yeah, let's do the. Uh, let's do the build. I actually think you go with con personally for the barbarian. I think you you max up those. I mean, again, it really depends on like, do you want one that's somebody who's going to soak up a lot of damage? Like, you'll get a little incremental increase from your con mm-hmm. bonuses versus. Do you want to deal more damage? You know, yeah, I don't I mean, know. What I, do you think? I mean, um, you can we can go the route of you can easily get to twenty con or twenty strength in our build, but you could yeah. also get to eighteen eighteen pretty quickly too. Yeah, I would probably gun for like the eighteen eighteen. All right, just to keep it a little more balanced. 
So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with 17 strength or 17? Uh, yeah, let's start with 17 strength. Okay. 17 strength. So that means we go 15 in con, right? And yep. we probably next thing we do is dexterity, right? Yeah. Because of the, so 13 dexterity. So we go 17 strength, 15 con, 13 dex. Now what do we do? If he's an artist, do we go with 12 charisma? I think so. I think he's got pretty good charisma. Just to remind everybody, we have a custom, we with the, all these builds, we do a custom array that we use 17 15 13 12 10 8 so, and i would do uh like a 10 intelligence and in i do too yeah i think he's smart he makes bad decisions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way classic artist everybody <laughs> right classic artist smart uh, average, average intelligence, intelligence but makes bad decisions so but, then um we've got a plus two plus one or a plus one plus one plus one um there's arguments for both here if we do the plus two plus one, we can get to eighteen eighteen. If we do the plus one plus one plus one, we can go eighteen fourteen sixteen right out of the gate. Let's do plus two plus one. Okay, I think then so we would, would go plus two to con and plus one to strength. Yeah, in that case, that gets us to what seventeen eighteen. Yeah, exactly. So this is an eighteen strength, seventeenth constitution, thirteen decks. 13 10 intelligence, 8 wisdom, 12 charisma. charisma. I like that. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, there's not much more to this. The great thing about Barbarian builds is they're really good beginner characters because there's not much. We have, don't have a lot of decisions to make. So let's jump this little beastie right up to third level and see where that leaves us. So at third level, a couple things come on board. First, at second level, we get reckless attack, which basically means you can throw your safety aside and you can get advantage on your attack rolls using strength, but your attack rolls against you have advantage, what we mentioned a little bit um, when we were talking earlier. And then you get this thing called danger sense, which is pretty cool. So you get an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects you can see, such as traps or spells, and you gain this benefit. You can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Or to gain this benefit, you can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Right. So if you are blinded, deafened, or incapacitated, you do not. You're not able to take advantage of the, your danger sense. That's right. Sense. Oh, and we should so mention that as part of when you're first setting up the character, you do get a couple of proficiencies. Oh, right. Yes. Which are animal handling, intimidation, nature, survival, athletics. I, I think athletics and intimidation are both good. That's, really yeah, I think good I think for this line. character, that's the way to go. Athletics and intimidation. Because, you know, that's what it also justifies why we put the 12 in charisma so that they can do a little yep. bit of intimidating. So at level three, oh, and we gain, so we gain proficiency in light armor, medium armor, shields, simple weapons, and yep. martial weapons, right? So we'll probably take some sort of axe or, or hammer or something down the road. I kind of the the battle axe because you can use it one-handed or two-handed and the way you can have a shield or not have a shield depending on how you want. But of course, some people right. like the great axe or the maul. I don't know. We could decide about that. I still it like really kind of depends if you take great weapon master, then yeah. like leading into like the axe and all that stuff makes a lot of sense. That's true. Um, I, I have an idea that I like that we can discuss, but why, yeah. why I'm leaning toward the shield. All right. So Primal path. This is our ne our first big decision. And we sort of listed off the different types of paths you can take. Path of Wild Magic, Path of the Ancestral Guardian, Battle Rager, Beast, Path of the Beast, Path of the Berserker, Storm Herald, Totem Warrior, or Zealot. You like Zealot. It, yeah. This is not an optimized character by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. So for me, Zealot, I like the idea of this artist who is like absolutely zealously defending his art. So the idea mm -hmm. of a barbarian... For like an art god 
it's just funny to you know, me. I'll, I'll, I'll acquiesce there. I, I really like yeah. Ancestral Guardian because I like the idea. Like, yeah. I was thinking like, give give them Ancestral Guardian, give them a shield, and then give them Shield Master was the direction I was going in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, would be really fun to play up the whole shield thing. Like the idea that this, yeah. he, he's de- a defender of the small is what I was of <laughs> this guy as or gal. Yes. Um, and yes. then his, his whole thing is he, he hates being bullied by bigger, bigger creatures which is sort of his rage um, yeah 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 we, we can still think about that but i think let's let's go zealot i've never let's played zealot. A zealot. Let's, yeah. let's try it so with D- zealot as you mentioned you get divine fury starting at third you can channel your divine theory into your weapon strikes while you're raging the first creature you hit blah 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 1d6 plus half your barbarian level the extra damage is necrotic or radiant you choose the type of damage so i think radiant feels radiant yes I like and then it. you also get warrior of the god. So this basically just means that if someone's trying to revivify you or raise you, raise you up if you've died, they don't have to have any of the material components that they right. need. Right? Your 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 god wants you to come back, so they're willing to little right. lend an extra helping the, hand. The muses, the three, the, the muses. The, the, that's right. The muses to return worships the muses. <laughs> All right, this is pretty cool. So let's do a quick review where we're at. Yep. So 35 hit points, that's pretty gosh darn good for third level. Yeah. 16 armor class, plus one initiative. We have advantage to avoid being charmed. We have advantage on dex effects to some degree. We have yep. plus three to intimidation, plus six to athletics. If we were to take a great axe, we'd be doing plus six to hit with plus four damage. If we were battle axe, it'd be 1d8 plus four, plus six to hit. Yep. Those are both pretty good. And we've got the, we've already talked about the rage. You do plus two damage with your rage when you rage. So that's yeah. either 1d8 plus six or 1d12 plus six. Boom. That's yeah. some pretty hefty damage really early on. And then you get the fury of your small. So you could do another plus two damage yeah. and you have your divine fury, which allows you to, the first creature you hit on your turn takes another 1d6 plus one radiant damage. Wow. That's that's going to be some. It stacks some, up, and that's pretty and, early heavy damage. Blows. And you think about even if your AC is not awesome, right? Well, that's that's where you I effectively think... have you effectively have seventy hit points at third level, which is a lot. Yeah, right. right. You know, well, uh, and that sixteen armor class is with a shield, so that's right. why I actually think since you're doing so much damage already, you can do the shield and battle axe rather than great axe early on. Because you're going to be harder to hit, and you're still yeah. with all those stacked damages, you're 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 going to be doing a lot of damage. You don't need that extra D12 when you're doing D8 with all the yeah added, and then that plus two armor class really will make a ten percent harder to hit. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, sixteen armor class without much effort, and that's not even with wearing. I forget, Andy. Do you know how it works with leather armor? If you were to wear leather armor, do you not get your no, I think you can. I think a barbarian can wear leather armor, and it doesn't. Let me. I'm just going to add. I don't know if you can. I think it immediately when you're. It's you don't. You can't do the unarmored defense if you're. Yeah, wearing it just it, it's basically just taking off the unarmed armored defense. Right. So our dex modifier is plus one, so that's automatically an eleven plus plus. So there are fourteen, and then the shield bonus. So having, in this case, having leather armor is meaningless. Andy um, and I just did a little check. We did a real, little rules check. There is no advantage to wearing leather armor, given that we, we've got a shield and we've got a good dex bonus and a good no. con bonus. With the unarmored fence, you're better off 
just sticking with the shield and bare chest in it. Yeah, I mean, you might be able to, you might be able to, uh, how, let me use words. If you had bracers of defense, once you start getting magical mm-hmm. items, those would help with your AC. You sort of run into this weird thing where you can wear, you could wear chain, but it may just be a wash right. overall with what you're able to do, really depending on where your deck score lands and all yeah, that. Or stuff. magic items or anything yeah. like that. You right. know, like if we, and, and this is a case of like, if we had done the plus one, plus one, plus one, and bumped our uh, dexterity up to a 14, we'd have a plus two, and then our AC would be a 15 instead of a 14, you know, so you get into that. Well, I think that's where we're going. Let's go to our next level, level four, because this is where we get our ability score increase decision about either a feat or an ability score. But level four, we add on our ability score. Ability score increase is a choice between adding plus one, plus one to your somewhere in your ability scores or feet. With this character, Andy, there's so much benefit to taking the ability scores Yeah, that I yeah. think you have to, on the first one, take the ability scores because we can take plus one to dex and plus one to con, and it has a massive impact on this character. Right. Because if you're using a shield... All of a sudden, your armor class is an 18. An 18 armor class with a character like this with resistant to damage. That's, I mean, I just, that's what I yeah. love about this character, to be clearly honest. Yeah. 18 well, armor class, super resistant damage. I'm willing to sacrifice the great axe battle axe debate. And you think about like the kind of the enemies you're facing in mm-hmm. this range. Having an 18, 18 armor class is excellent right it's like it's it's actually quite good relative to you're talking you know the equivalent for a fighter would be somebody who's starting to get into maybe plate mail yeah which would be at this level like fourth level you eh, if they were really pushing hard for it maybe the dm has given it to them but likely they're in chain or scale mail at best yeah 16 they have to they have to they have to use a shield to get to 18 so you're basically wearing chain mail with a shield and you have resistance to damage and at this point, Andy, the other big thing that's gone on here is you now have an 18 strength, a 14 dex, and an 18 con. The rest of your stats have stayed the same. Yeah. But your your hit points are now 49 hit points with yeah. resistance to damage and an 18 armor class. That's yeah. just like, you can just wade in your tank of all tanks, right? There. Yeah, I mean, it's like you, you think of the bandit group that you're fighting, that it's a bunch of bandits with, you know, 15 or 10, 15 hit points. You're just under, you're effectively, if they're not doing serious magic or anything else at you, you've got just under, just under a hundred. I mean, you've got 98 hit points effectively. It's pretty bomber. So the first, um, now granted the Fury of the Small, which we got from being a goblin, you can only do twice per long rest, but that's an extra two bits of damage. That's not terrible. It's a very limited number of times you can use it, but that's still pretty cool. You've got this Divine Fury, which for being a zealot, so 1d6 for the first creature you hit, on each of your turns, it takes an extra one d six plus two. Your Which rage would average probably around five five points, five points a turn. That's seven points of damage on your first hit per turn. You could do. Yeah. You get plus two from your rage if you've managed to yeah. rage. So that's plus nine damage. Yeah. We have a shield and a battle axe, so we're doing one d eight plus four. That's a pretty. You're doing fifteen damage points. Fifteen somewhere between yeah. twelve to eighteen damage points per round. Or on yeah. your first hit, a little less on subsequent hits. You've now you're still <clears throat> we're at level four, so we're still only one attack per ra- per a- per action. 
but let's let's see what happens when we go up to five. Let's yep. let's take our our goblin up to five and see our goblin barbarian, our artist goblin barbarian. He's like a super hyphen. I I see him as I see him as Picasso. The more <laughs> I think about it, it's just like, Picasso was a goblin. Yeah. A, a goblin zealot but like very passionate you know yeah. which can be the charisma in this case is not because he's particularly good looking or anything else like that it's just sheer force of personality that's right at fifth level a lot of things start to come online for this guy he gets his extra attack so the ability to attack yep. twice per attack action and he gets fast movement so his his speed increases 10 feet when you aren't wearing heavy armor those are really so, fantastic so up to 40 feet you got 80 feet of movement if you dash. The other cool thing with our racial traits, the nimble escape, you can also, well, okay, that doesn't, it's just really good. You can disengage yeah. or hide, which is pretty awesome. It means you can actually get out, get out if you really need to get out. I was thinking it was a dash too, but it's not. Just quick, one more quick check on our, on our stats. I think we've gone up to 60 hit points. Yeah. We have a plus three proficiency bonus, 40 feet of movement that means our, our we're still doing plus two rage damage we can now do fury the small now adds three damage points and we can yep. do it three times so that's getting better and better as we move along three is actually legit three yeah times. it's funny it's like fury the smalls is one of those that like it is super it's great especially at lower levels you know where yeah. The, where three points of damage where three there. points of damage makes a huge difference yeah. as you get up in level meaningless it, it's it's yeah it starts it's to become flavor less, it's, it's scaling, flavor. but it's yeah, it's flavor. It's yeah. like hey, I think the fact that you can do it more times that that's the yeah that becomes more, more three times two times felt like you'd have to be choosing when to do it three times feels like oh I can just do it um and, and again you're now you're also plus seven to hit so those are all really good things yeah you know barbarians are really simple it's a good character to build <laughs> as your first character if you're interested in playing because again and, no one ever and, doesn't have fun well yeah. it's a double triple negative. Um, everyone <laughs> has fun playing a barbarian. Ever fun? No. Um, <laughs> everyone has fun playing a barbarian, and they're they're very straightforward to play. So great character right. for beginner players. Right. And also, like, and you know, as we always talk about flavor, like in this example, like they don't have to be the big dumb no guy. We've we've right. he's average intelligence. He just makes yeah. poor decisions. Yeah, exactly. What motivates their rage can have all kinds of different things. And you can, you can, I was trying to think of other things that like I've seen people do like, oh, like, like an, a self-entitled princess was one written <laughs> one that Bridezilla. I saw. It was oh hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Like Bridezilla. Can you imagine like a scorned bride as a barbarian where she just is losing her mind over all this stuff? Like just... Or she's just, yeah. you know, or even just she's planning her, she's planning her wedding while she's adventuring. Yeah, and she exactly. keeps getting like, angrier and angrier. <laughs> okay, we're scrapping this and we're going with the bridezilla as the concept. And, you know, like, I'm not, like, it's almost, like, she's, obs- maybe it's this. <laughs> then you Andy, can take Path Andy, of Ancestral I, Guardians because it's, like, all of, like, the, the grandmothers from her background oh, who are there to, like. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, even the zealot, you could just say maybe she's, like, um. I'm, I'm now actually starting to love this idea. Maybe she's just obsessed with getting married, and she's so angry that she had got married. So she's constantly planning oh, her wedding. Always the always the bridesmaid, never the bride. That's just, right. Oh, oh that would of, be. Mwah, it's yeah. kind of actually kind of, like kind she, of. And so she's always always just angry about the whole. I mean, maybe we're getting a little too obsessed <laughs> with this thing, but I, I kind of like it. 
All right, so let's okay. jump out all the way up to eighth level because yeah. we get three things. So we'll be able to talk about all three things as we refine this character. Fanatical focus. So starting yeah. at sixth level, the divine power that fuels your rage can protect you. If you fail a saving throw while raging, you can re-roll it. Oh my God, that's and really good. Yeah, and it's once per rage. And at this point, we have Still, like three rages yeah. per long rest. You yeah, know, I mean, really it's good. just really think of it like every fight, someone tries to charm you, someone tries to do whatever, yeah. and you don't make it, just re roll it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's super. And you already had advantage on like the deck saving throws. So it also yeah. makes you pretty good against spellcasters. That's pretty yeah. good. At seventh, we got feral instinct. So your instincts are so honed, you have advantage on initiative rolls. Never yep. hurts, right? Especially yep. for somebody who wants to be doing damage early and wants to get out there and tank. Being, you know, we've talked about this. I'm a bigger fan of initiative than you are, Andy. But uh, yeah. for a tank, initiative is actually kind of an important it feature can be, yeah. because you want to get out there and, and draw attention early. Yeah, just being able to get in position yeah. is super important. Your positioning matters the most as a tank. Yeah. And then we get another ability score. So this is actually going to be an interesting thing where we can talk about flavor. So let's let's actually, before we decide what to do with this ability score, let's actually refine what we're doing here. I really like the artist idea. I'm also sort of digging this idea of, of, a, a, of a bridezilla. It might affect where we go with our, we if have, we take a feat here. We so. haven't talked about backgrounds yet. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah, let's, you want to go talk just, about background and then yeah, let's just jump back to this? We talked about backgrounds as as something that might inform okay so like i'm just trying to find something that would be closest to the like guild artisan would be yeah i was just looking at that that would be that's more of like an apprentice you know so now you're a master in your own right which story-wise might fit painter supplies right what if what if uh, andy what if they're a performance artist (laughs) (laughs) so which one of these would you take well you could take an entertainer i don't know if you have entertainer (laughs) Oh, what do we get from entertainer? We you thrive in front kit, of an audience. You, know, you get acrobatics and performance. You get a disguise kit and you get a musical instrument. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Per, yeah. Performance artist slash playwright slash right. poet, painter. I mean, I, the, the idea of the Renaissance man. Or even just like a spoken word poet in this case. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. It'd be hard to play, but it would be fun. By popular demand is a background feature. You can always find a place to perform. I mean, that's you know what I love about this is every time they fail a performance role, they go into a rage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because it's never their fault, right? Right? Their art is amazing. It's just that the audience is not connecting with it. They're they're uncultured. I'm I'm liking this. All right. Let's do entertainer. That just is silly. I'm back to entertainer. Now let's come back. We we so we've got this goblin. Some sort of performance artist, either a spoken word yeah. poet or something, Fant- a barbarian who fancies themselves a bard. Uh, <laughs> it does leave us open to multicast climbing down the road if we wanted to, which would be silly and yeah. fun, but I'm really liking it. The- I just love the idea that I-, I think it does play into the like uncontrollable temper. Yes. Like right. the temper just like. You'd have to be careful playing this at your table. Like you wouldn't want to piss off the rest of your players, but it certainly would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think now we have to go with feet then. Right. So we have to choose, but we have to choose yeah. our, our feet wisely. I have been thinking about shield, shield master, just because I like the idea of, but that was when I was thinking ancestral guardian. I'll just read it out to you. It's not a great yeah. feat, but I love the flavor of it, particularly if you're wearing, if you're using a shield, when you take the attack action as a bonus action, you can shove somebody five feet, which is always useful. 
If you aren't incapacitated, you can add your shield bonus to any dexterity saving throw against a spell, which is pretty cool given that we have advantage on those things. This idea is you can hide behind your shield. And if you are subjected to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw, you only take half damage. You can use reaction to take no damage. It's like almost like having invasion. Yeah, it's I, I like it as just like it's it's not the most powerful. A lot of people don't like Shield Master, but I just love the idea of it it feels very flavorful to me. I don't know if it works for this character, yeah. but I just wanted to throw it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch another a yeah. different one. I do like Shield Master actually yeah. quite a bit. Another option would be like Tavern Brawler with this idea of this guy who's just got this absolutely, or gal has this absolutely uncontrollable temper. So the things you get with that are your strength or con increases by one, which we might get us to. I don't know if that gets us. It doesn't get us anywhere, unfortunately. It doesn't get us anywhere. And then if it doesn't get us anywhere, then it's probably not worth it. Proficient with improvised weapons, your unarmed strike does a D4, uses a D4 for damage. And when you, you can use a bonus action to grapple a target if you hit the unarmed strike. Again, this one doesn't give us, won't help us really, but it's another one to consider. Squat nimbleness because you're, because you're a goblin, you can take it. It's only available to halflings and goblins. And I think dwarves and gnomes maybe all the small races probably doesn't help us because it's a plus one to dex or strength but you get five extra walking feet you then also get acrobatics or athletics we already have both of those so we don't need it but you have advantage to avoid being grappled which is kind of cool um that one doesn't help us you know what might help us the most andy and this one's kind of curious and i don't know you and i talked about this before but i really love the idea of it with this goblin we could take mobile, and that increases our, our speed by 10. When you use the dash action, difficult terrain doesn't cost you extra movement. And then when you make a melee attack against a creature, you can't provoke opportunity attacks from that creature for the rest of the turn, whether you hit or not. That's really interesting. I will say, you know, almost with this character, the other thing, the other direction we could go in is we could just go ASI and get either our con or our strength up to a 20. That would be another way. Yeah, to go. I mean, it's it's so funny because it's like just like from a flavor perspective, nothing's really jumping out. I mean, I've been kind of like looking at this as, oh, well, what if it were the, the Dragonborn? So mm-hmm. like if you had done it as a Dragonborn and the thing of like just doing the ability score improvement. There's one other thing I'll pitch to you, Andy, or two other things I'll pitch to you that, that, that might make sense. Tough is never a bad thing to give yeah. to a barbarian, just getting up a whole ton more hit points. And on that front, resilient constitution is never a bad thing. There was one other one that I was looking at that was, where where did it go? So tough is your hit point maximum increases by an amount equal to twice your level. Yeah. So in this case, it would be 16. You'd get 16, 16 points. I know, right? 16 additional 16. And we're already at, with level it takes eight, us up over 100. Oh, we're already over 100 without it. And then... No, I think we're at 93. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, so it I takes think this us up to almost us... 110, which is really good. That, I mean, that'd be almost better than taking plus two in con at this point. Yeah. The one other thing I was thinking that might be kind of interesting is to give this character lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is just kind of, I mean, it, it, some some well, DMs don't allow it because it basically lets you, gives you three inspiration. Basically, you get to re-roll. But it might also fit with sort of the artist kind of thing. I, Right. I, I kind of, I think I'm kind of sold on tough actually. Okay. I'm sold on tough. I'm always sold on tough. Yeah. I think that's never that bad of the two. I think, cause you know, if we were to bump con, we get essentially the equivalent, you know, cause we'd have, a, we'd get a, you know, I don't know. I don't even think even if we bumped con up two, we would get to 
an additional 16 hit points. I like tough. Yeah, I think it's the way to go. Yeah. Let me just actually look at what the ASI would give us. The ASI would put us at plus five on the con bonus. Yeah. It gives us another. The other thing about the ASI is it does give us an AC. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, I take it back. Let's do the ASI. Because we still get, I, we, we still, yeah, I think the ASI still is the better call here. As much as I love tough. I think the ASI is the better call because it gives if we us had lower, if we had lower con then then it would be it would be worth it. But if yeah. we take, you know, getting that getting the AC bonus, we we lost eight points in hit points, but our AC is now nineteen. Yeah. I mean we could even stop using the shield if we wanted and and just right. go with the, the great axe at this point if we wanted to. I still think a 19 armors class on this character is worth the sacrifice and damage because again, yeah. you just you're out there in the middle of the fray with 101 hit points at eighth level and 19 armor class which is, and resistance, which is damage. 200 hit points. Yeah, right. You know, plus, you've already you've got great like AOE. Like you've got a really good a character who's got good enough decks to reliably make their deck saves. 40 feet of movement. Fantastic. 19 armor class with the shield, 101 hit points, a 18 strength plus four, 12, 14 decks. So plus two there, a 20 con. So plus five, a 10 intelligence, average intelligence, but doesn't make good decisions with an eight wisdom minus one there and a plus one with their charisma at 12. They have a plus four in performance. They have a plus four in intimidation. They have plus seven in athletics and a plus five in acrobatics. They do get the the advantage on dex effects to avoid, um, and they do have advantage on being charmed. Again, all good things that really help them as a barbarian. They have advantage on initiative. We like this character. A lot of really they're cool things. A, this is a you know, pretty. This would be a. This would again. There's no such thing as a, a unfun barbarian. This would be a fun no, barbarian. No, but this could be fun. I think a, a like unexpected backstory gives you unexpected opportunities for role playing, which is always yeah. a hoot. Right. No, um, I'm and like, I remind like, you now, like you get 1d6 plus four to your radiant damage. You have the plus three yeah. fury of the small that you can use three times. You get you're to doing, re-roll you're a throw while you're raging, yeah. which is frankly as basically what you would be doing with a lucky feat anyway, yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah. This is, so, oh, this is silly, by the way, silly, silly fun. This barbarian. Yeah. So we know we need what do we, we, we oh and then, but we also we we also have a we're proficient in performance. That's right. <laughs> of all things, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we yeah. got a little better really learn learned, started to learn acrobatics the ropes out there in the world good, plus five acrobatics plus seven athletics yeah, plus four like intimidation it. plus not a, i mean compared to like the bards and all the proficiencies you see with bards and rogues like it's always it's always a little shocking to be like wait i've only got four proficiencies but you get to smash the heck out of stuff so we need we need a name I, I, I'm I'm taking Laszlo, Laszlo the, but like needs a better, different name for a goblin last name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, Picasso was just me mangling. Pica- yeah, Capiso was me switching around. Picasso. Picasso yeah, although yeah. that's not bad either. Picasso, Laszlo, Picasso, Laszlo, Capiso, Capiso. But I mean, let's think of God. Like, what's what's a good goblin? I mean, like goblin names to me are always like Laszlo loudspeaker. Yeah. Or- <laughs> But you know, maybe they, maybe they, maybe they've changed their name, right? Because they're like their name is like Barf or something, you know, like really, yeah. really bad. And so, like they're like, everybody called me this, and now that I, but I started to use that when I was when I first was performing. Nobody, nobody, they would laugh when I said my name. So I right. picked. I, now it goes by a single name. 
Like yes. their their performance name, like Bono. Yeah. Need something Laszlo, like Bono. the goblin formerly known as Barf. <laughs> that might Prince. be it. I think we're Prince. there. Prince. His name is Prince. Prince. Sure. Or maybe we do something a little different so we're not so derivative. Maybe it's like Duke. Yeah, or... Duke. I like Duke. Could be good. Duke. Duke of what? And it, but he, he misspelled it. It's D-U-K. Yeah. <laughs> with an umlaut. D- yes. U with an umlaut K. Duke. Yes. And everybody and whenever people mispronounce it as duck, he gets super really mad. angry. It just everything <laughs> makes him angry. Okay, that's it. It's it's Duke D umlaut K. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why is it when we build these things, I want to play them immediately? I know. I know. All right. Oh. Um. Well, that was. Oh, gotta, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off and build this Bridezilla too. Uh, Bridezilla sounds really funny. <laughs> that the, the Bridezilla would have to be a Dragonborn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chromatic Dragonborn, Fire Breath. Yeah. It's a, Ancestral, Ancestral Guardians. Guardians, and it's all their. It's like all of their dead grandmothers. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> no one loves me <laughs> i hate the color of this dress. i'm gonna have the perfect wedding you don't understand you're These getting cupcakes taste terrible yeah like all the treasure that they're seeking is not it's good like enough. they're like just they want yeah. oh my god the idea of a dragonborn in just like the very best like they just travel in like a bridal gown well, well like, right if they're dra- and, and the great thing about it is if they're a barbarian that doesn't matter what they're wearing right yeah so exactly they're just like you know and then every time their dress gets destroyed now they got to go find another dress you know oh my god the, you said you were going to do the dad joke i'm waiting and i never oh. pulled it up i just left it alone <laughs> lay it um, on me lay it on me michael i'm ready you know, uh, some people think that rolling for stats is outdated. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, uh, personally, I think it builds character. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be reacting with inarticulate grunts. Everyone. Uh, well, I don't think it makes great radio. Duke, but... You're Duke. The uh... Duke. <laughs> I'm the Duke. I'm, all of a sudden, I'm like channeling with Duke. I'm channeling uh, Escape from New York. Oh. Right, the Duke, oh my God. Duke, <laughs> the Duke of New York. <laughs> he starts calling him Dukey. I mean, it just yeah, gets... <laughs> yeah, oh, <just laughs> perfect. Like right. inadvertently, inadvertently insulting him and having him just like absolutely. And then also, let's just talk comic. Having a a goblin with an eighteen strength and, and a twenty constitution. and a twenty constitution, like just this absolute like it is Pablo Picasso. Like he's short, yeah, absolutely super strong just <laughs> and always a little of, bit angry always a little bit angry yeah all right awesome. do you want to social us out and yeah so you can find for those who are looking for us you can find us on facebook as the dead vantage podcast you can also find us at our link tree which is link tr.ee slash the dead vantage and that has links to our merch and past episodes and all the rest of it we're also somewhat active on mastodon and we've started to i don't think we've recorded anything but we are actually on tiktok as well i think that's i will be out in the world at the end of may at uh, kublacon if people happen to be at kublacon i'd love right. to come Excellent. by and yeah, say this hi may, my... this will this is our may 15th episode so yeah so i'll be doing my my dice donut thing so come by and say hi and you can see all the other stuff that i do Excellent. Yeah, go go visit Andy at Kublacon, people. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. 